Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I am back with the amazing Vicki Pace. Hi, Vicki. Hi, Cassie. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. I'm so excited about this. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. So you've been in the Enchanted Circle about 17 months. Uh, I know, right? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You said 17 and then months. That was, wow. (laughs) It has flown by. Mm -hmm. Um, It's so amazing. Um, And so what's your new total? I just let my phone go black. Okay. My new total is $53,148.19. Woohoo. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Did you think when you joined, we'd be talking like that high of a number? Yes. Awesome. I love that answer. Yeah. <laughs> I think at the time someone had talked about a um, hundred passing the hundred K mark and yeah. I was like, Oh, that's going to be me too. I'm, I'm excited for that. So I'm excited for when we get to celebrate that too. Me too. Oh, that's yeah. going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I love it. All right. So in addition to that, I would love to hear how has your future self been showing up? Um, trusting a hundred percent trusting that it just trusting (laughs) and, um, happy and confident, like a boss came to mind. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Amazing. Very cool. So what is awesome because of that? What awesome things are happening because you're showing up like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> um, things are working out. Um, I keep getting presented with amazing opportunities and um, these wonderful sort of pockets of awesomeness keep happening that just like bowl me over and make me so happy and filled with joy. Um, mostly I'm thinking about like work, my work with kids lately. It's just been these fun new moments with these kids come up and I'm like, Oh, this is why this is it. This is it. This is why I'm doing all of this. And this is why my future self shows up so I can have these moments of getting filled up with joy and inspiration. Um, and same thing with the show and it's happening a lot in the show I'm in. I get to do a lot of watching of it from my placement in the production Right. And it's really fun to let it kind of just affect me. And it's a very powerful story and a sort of a dark moving story that happens and has a really great message at the end, even though the script itself says we, we're not going to spoon feed you a moral, but it kind of does. So I, I, just, <laughs> I, I, I love letting it sort of wash over me. And it, it's kind of a big shift. I guess we haven't talked about this either, but I, I've been allowing my new story with the show has been like very much allowing the emotional journey to wash over me. And I end up weeping like a child during, during the last number and we're doing bows and I'm like wiping tears from my face. And, but it's, it's like an amazing moving weeping. It's not like, I hate my yeah. life. Like, lovely. 
Oh, I love that. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. So how do you think that is making you a better actor? Um, I will say it's making me a better actor and director and teacher watching other professionals work every single night and especially working on the same material every night and seeing Mm -hmm the different things they're bringing to the table. And I don't know what their private work with the director was too. So it's interesting to see like, like going into it, not knowing about like what their assignment was. It just was like how they're showing up differently every performance. And sometimes when we have two shows in a day, it's really interesting to see how different they can do the same line, um, you know, four hours later. And, um, me as a director, it's helping me as a director to know what to look for in other people in terms of like, um, I don't know. And, and not that these people are doing anything bad, but like I as a director would have gone different directions with, mm-hmm. with, with the creative vision of the show. And I think about like, how could I communicate that with either kids or adults? Um, and then as an actor, it's fun to see how that, because I, I know the actors personally, so I know what's going on in their life and I see how it sort of changes and affects their performances every mm-hmm. night. And um, that's been really fun to see what it does to the, what happens on stage. And uh, there have been a couple hiccups, like an actor missed his entrance for like a whole, his big solo number. And one of the ensemble <laughs> members jumped on stage and just kind of flubbed her way through <laughs> the lyrics. And wow. that was fun to see like, um, everyone band together as a team and, and cover. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, this is, this is a big part of why I love theater is, is that teamwork atmosphere and like the familial where he, the show must go on kind of thing, but it's not like a show must go on thing. It's a, we, we believe in this story and this message and we want it told well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. <clears throat> so I think that's cool. And, and for me, I'm like, oh, is this why your future self orchestrated like your role so that you would have that opportunity to sit back and see all of this? Yeah. And I, sitting here talking about it with you, I think that's, I think that's it. Yeah. And getting that fulfillment and inspiration every night through just letting it wash over me and, and I get to be a part of it too, just in a different sense. Mm-hmm. Um, of like facilitating that story and message. Um, yes. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. I think that's a big part of why my future self orchestrated this, my position here um, in the show. Yeah. Which, I, cause I don't think we've talked about it yet cause we haven't been far enough past it, but mm-hmm. this was, you do not have the role that you would like to be playing. Although maybe that has fully shifted at this point, but mm-hmm. in the beginning it was like, this is not, this is not me. And there were a lot of thoughts and there were a lot of feelings and there was a lot of like stories about like the role that you got. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the big aha for me was you, you pointed out, you're like your current story of this experience is Vicky did not get the lead or like Vicky did not get the role. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, you know, going in and I not consciously was looking for evidence of that and was finding it because I was looking for it. Um, and the day, I think we talked about it the day I was about to go into a rehearsal and I just changed the story and I didn't even put a label on the new story. I just said, I'm writing a new story. 
and I'm writing a new story. <laughs> I just was like, I'm writing a new story. And I went in and it was just revolutionary. The, I had such a lovely day and it was wonderful. And it's been great since then. <laughs> Yay. I love it. <clears throat> I love that. I want to take a little bit just to share with our listeners. So um, when Vicky says, you know, like the label of the story was Vicky didn't get the role or the big role or the lead. Um, <clears throat> like, yeah, you looked for evidence to support that. And also like evidence for, cause there's like emotions in that. Right. And we really, we talked about it in sort of um, like, TV terms and screenwriting terms and like everything had to be about like it had to feel bad like everything had to feel bad because that's like the title of the story right yeah and so when you open up to write a new story like now you're able to see I'm guessing like you said it's a whole new shift like I'm writing a new story about this mm -hmm. which is awesome and you're able to feel different you're able to see the opportunities um like we talked about, like I knew like a hundred percent your future self orchestrated this because we even had a conversation, um, before you accepted the role and it was like, do you just turn this down? Right. Mm -hmm. Do you just say like, no, this isn't me. And you were like, no, I do the show. And mm -hmm. so we had that information to go on. So we know, we know like your future self did this and now we can see, but you can't always see it up front. Right. Like you're getting to this backstage or getting, you're getting paid to like learn. Mm -hmm. essentially what's happening here. Yeah. Right? You know, getting paid to learn all of these things that your future self has and can see and do, mm. which I love. I love that. Yeah. And I think you're getting, so how does the, um, cause I'm, I don't, I want to make sure we touch on the emotional part, right? Like you're letting the story wash over you and feeling it and doing all of that. And how is that making you a better actor? You mean the feeling of writing, yeah. having this new story? No, the feeling of like, of allowing like yourself to be moved and feel all of the emotion of this, this, um, play. It's, um, I, uh, there's a couple different things. One thing, the first thing popped in my head is that, um, as, someone portraying real people, we need to have real life experiences. So, you know, we can't just always continue work, work, working. We need to go out and live a life so that we can portray things a little more accurately mm. so that we know just like how we work with future self, like, um, right. little things we can put into our current life so that our future self has, like, I know in my, my current script, I feed dogs, I feed the dogs and I have two cats and currently I'm walking a dog. Um, so that's, mm -hmm. that's fun, one way to bring that into my life. So um, it's, I can apply this current story and experience um, to future dramatic roles I have that um, I get, I'll be able to tap into this experience to portray someone having a big moving experience on stage yeah. um, or on film. So, um, and that... I'm getting a little actory here, but I did have an, a teacher once say, you know, if, if, a, if you have to cry on stage and what makes you cry is thinking of like a bucket of dead kittens, like that'll work <laughs> for maybe two weeks, but you'll start getting a little stiff of that and it may not affect you the same way every night. So having um, sort of a back pocket full of different life experiences 
is really helpful to portraying other people's real life experiences. Um, I also, as a director, this is helping me, um, my current cast of kids I have there, they have their own stories too. So it's nice to go into this, um, saying I've been there and I know what you're experiencing. Um, and you can still have an amazing time. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't get the role you wanted, or, you know, even if you are working with people you don't particularly like, or, um, have history with, (laughs) um, you can still have an amazing life changing experience. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And I love the um, bucket of kittens example, right? Because it's true. Like it, that only, because it's not, it doesn't have a real like hold. It's just sort of this imagine, but like, so it doesn't have that same real experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that's it. A real life experience to tap into. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. what's your, what's your favorite thing? Like, so you're getting to be a director right now of this kid's show. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite part or what's, what's come out of it so far? Learning. I'm just another, I'm up leveling the trust in my instincts and myself and my worthiness and, um, being a boss <laughs> and like owning my decisions and letting myself, letting other people's opinions breeze by me, <laughs> you know, yeah. like a, a stiff breeze as opposed to bee stings. <laughs> yes. And um, yeah, just n- acknowledging them and letting them go. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Um, and so, and as a director and that, that ties, this ties into what you just said, like you've really had to own even more of your worthiness, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I have to make a lot of executive decisions and they kept telling me when they hired me in our production meetings, this is your, your baby. You do what, like we're, we're deferring to your judgment on all these things. So I've, I'm, I'm owning that and accepting that responsibility and owning my worthiness to make those decisions and choices. And that, and it's so fun to do this at this point in our work together Mm -hmm. that I've up-leveled it so, so much. And, oh God, it just, it feels really exciting. And, and it's, it's a little uncomfortable in the good way. So I'm excited. (laughs) Yay. I love it. Um, let's see. So let's, um, Let's talk about moving. You recently moved in with your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yes, which I think we talked about in the last episode, maybe. But um, yeah, and I just like, how did that process go? It was a true flowing process. Um, that m- whole thing may have been the most, one of the most future self experiences I've had so far, just in that it was a long period of time and it just, I let it ebb and flow. You know, there was my sister visiting and then moving all my stuff out, then a garage sale and, um, getting all the stuff and then like a storage locker, uh, closet in the building. There were all these steps along the way. Um, like deciding whether or not I wanted to pay for a storage unit and all these little things that I just allowed myself to feel through and feel the answers to. Like uh, allowing the feelings allowed the answers to come. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Say, yeah. um, explain a little more. You know, things would come up like someone, when my roommates would get worked up about something and I just didn't let it affect me and just mm-hmm. said it like to my, I, and I think the new thing I've been doing is not trying to fix them and just not respond, you yes. know, and I've done it before in other situations, but it's up leveling every, every day. And, um, just allowing their, their life and their stories, whatever they got and staying true to my stories and what feels true and good to me. And, um, so anytime they had little bits or things come up or my boyfriend moving in with him, anytime he had little things, my story was always, it's going to be easy. It's going to work out. And it was. (laughs) Yay. It totally was. You were even talking before the call, how we didn't think there was like really one question. There was like no bump where you came to get coaching. Yeah. Yeah. I, and cause I brought it up to you before we started this interview and you're like, Oh yeah, I forgot that was even a thing. Cause yeah. you flowed through it so easily. <laughs> yeah. It was, I'm like, Oh yeah, you did do that. Which was, yeah. Right. Yeah. Awesome. And like selling my, Oh, and selling my stuff on Facebook marketplace, like stuff like that. I just flowed through and I still am flowing through at like now that my boyfriend's discovered that that's a thing, he's like, oh, well, let's sell all of my stuff that I haven't used in a while. So I'm still sort of flowing, ebbing and flowing through that. Because even that is like you're interacting with strangers and things. Yeah. All the things can come up, you know, and I just, am, oh, you don't want to pay the price? Okay. Well, someone will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh, that's super fun. <laughs> I love it. Um, very cool. And, and so you did a very future self. So one of the things that I always, you know, I get this question a lot. It's like, how do we, like, how can I practice being my future self? If like in your case, like it's, I'm not, um, you know, this super famous actor yet. Right. Like, but how do I practice that? Mm. And we always talk about like, cause it's not about the thing you can practice the action. You can practice the beingness. Right. Mm-hmm. And so tell us how you practice that, um, on social media. Cause I think, great place to practice. Yeah. Well, and especially as my future self is someone who's in the public eye and has accounts like this and um, makes public statements or just like fun things. Anyway, um, I, my last, I think it was like the last day on the lease. Technically, I just swung by the house to pick, to drop off my keys. And I think there were like recycling, like stuff to go put in the recycling bin or something. And Mm -hmm. I just picked up a little and my landlord was there and we chatted and he's lovely. And, but anyway, um, my boyfriend had come along with me and we were about to drive off to the gym and just walking away from, Oh, I'm going to cry. Walking away from the house just felt so good. I was so grateful for all of the growth and time I had spent there and everything I had learned. Um, and just my whole experience in that house. I was so grateful in that moment. I just wanted to share it. And I think that's what came over me was like wanting to share this um, gratitude. I just was overwhelmed with it. I wanted to put it out there. So I almost like I was burdened with it. Like I needed to get it out kind of. Yeah. Um. So I had Jeff take a couple pictures of me just standing on the sidewalk out front and 
I just posted something I very generic, just like onto some, a new step and in my life. And I'm so appreciative and grateful of the time I spent in the house there and all the roommates I've had and, um, and something like that. And, and, um, and it was just like me holding my arms out, smiling with the house behind me. And I posted that and, uh, you and I talked about this. You, you said that it was a very future self thing. And I, and I, I don't even recall thinking I should do this because this is something my future self would do. It just felt very easy and natural to do. Um, and uh, when we talked before this call just now, um, I all of a sudden equated it to uh, a big Broadway actress leaving one of her roles on Broadway and posting a sort of farewell post to the role she was leaving and on to, I think she's doing like a film or TV or something. And it felt very much like that. Like looking back, I was like, mm -hmm. that is something very much my future self will do is send a grateful sort of note of gratitude to fans and the production team and stuff when she leaves a role or a film or something. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I did this post. So I, I feel posting about leaving my old house um, feels very future self and very much what my future self will do. Absolutely. And I love that you mentioned, like, I didn't think about it until you said it because or until I said it, <clears throat> because that's the way it starts to happen, right? Like when we start intentionally living into her, we start doing all of these other things that like, oh, that's really is practice, but it just becomes intuitive practice. It becomes this intuitive way of being, which gets us even closer to her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just so awesome to see. Yes. I'm so excited for more <laughs> of the stuff like that. Yes. Uh, it's when this, I, yeah. Go ahead. It was when the juicy stuff comes. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, I can already hear you telling me on every call coming up, that was your future self too, you know, and me being like, oh yeah, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, so fun. Um, so speaking of like future selves, like let's talk about, so your boyfriend has a job interview. Mm -hmm. There's a possible move and like, let's just talk about that and how much different it is than like the last time he had a job interview. Mm -hmm. Um, the last job interview was for a locate, uh, um, he, we would have to re we would have had to relocate to Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, and he and I both, and his kids live here and his parents live here in the Denver area. And, um, I don't know, it just, it, he had a very specific experience of it. And you and I worked a lot on how do I support him through this? I, and, cause at the time I was like, I really want this. I would love to move to Chicago. And I, I just, I, I don't think I was howing it, but a little, no, well, I, I was just growing, I think. And yeah, you were growing and you were doing what everybody does at that. It was earlier on in your journey and you're like, but he's telling these stories that he doesn't want to be true. Like you could see it all because you're right in the middle of it. And it's like, how do I help the person I love, like get the thing that they want? Right. Yeah. When I can clearly see like the way you're speaking is not going to get you there, you know, right. 
Right. And so there were a lot of conversations about how do we support him, which is mm-hmm. just something that people want to know about all the time. Like, how do I support somebody who's not necessarily into LOA yet? Or I hear their stories and I'm like, don't say that, stop. you know, yeah. <laughs> like, right, like stop that. Right. And so you were just growing through learning this process of mm-hmm. staying in your own lane and, and this, um, I don't even call it balance. Ebb and flow might be a better term or that might even be a better term, but of like, how do we support the person we love when we're, when we're doing our LOA work and we're walking that path and going that journey towards our future self? Like what's the balance or, you know, the ebb and flow of supporting someone else in our life while like trying to show them this like you know, secret land that we have that's <laughs> awesome and works way better. Yeah, it's magic key. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, the magic yeah. key, but is also like honoring their journey, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that hit that last job fell through, and it was there was like a lot of stuff that happened in that his final interview, and I think I've told you about it. it just was like there was a lot of. Like the, you know, what hit the fan kind yes, of for, for yes. both of us. Like it was pretty <laughs> epic and not, it doesn't sound as dramatic, but it definitely, it was a big deal and we did some work around it. Um, and then it, it faded away out of our memory kind of. And, um, and then we just moved on, kept living our life mm-hmm. and life went on and this move happened and, um, out of nowhere, probably two weeks ago, he said a position opened up in Fort Collins that um, he was going to apply for. And I think he has sent in his application and his type of work, there's a lot of networking going on. So he, and he's already had coffee meetings with all of the people in that office and he's met with them and had meetings and email exchanges and they all really like him. And, um, Anyway, that's neither here nor there. The really fun part of this is that he is so excited. He cannot hold still. It like, oh my gosh, last night it just, we spent like two hours looking at houses in Fort Collins and he already knows what kind of smoker he wants because he's huge (laughs) in smoking meats. So he knows exactly what kind of smoker he wants and he's watched all these YouTube videos on how how they work and people like opening the boxes too. And in my head, I was like, you're doing LOA work without even knowing it. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Um, And because like last, the last time we kind of toyed around looking at apartments in Chicago Mm -hmm. and none of it felt right. It all just felt kind of not icky, but just off. Mm -hmm. Um, But this was like, we already found a house right in the perfect area. That's amazing. That has everything we'd want. And Oh God, it's just beautiful. And even though I know like he hasn't even had an interview yet, um, it's, likely that house will be sold by the time we need to move, but it may not be. Maybe it'll be open when we want to move, but they're just like this, this new story going into this new interview is possibilities and opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to the last one, I don't, I don't even know what it was, but it wasn't this. (laughs) Right. It was not. And I, and I, and it was this, and I, I truly believe all the work that you did on the last one, because it Mm -hmm. was, it was, you were um, in a great way, constantly navigating, right? It's like, ah, this conversation went this way. Like, mm-hmm. how do I get it to go better? Like, yeah. you know, wh- what can I do? Like, how can I support him, right? And so as we coach through that, really, 
um, I want to hear your interpretation, but I think the work came down to stay in your own lane, right? Is that which, how would you categorize it? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think the question that revolutionized my support of him was how can I support you right now? was either, and sometimes I'd, I would give an option like, do you want me to just listen or would you like my advice? Um, and usually it was just, how do you want me to support you right now? And um, during that last job interview process, it was uncomfortable. But now it's second nature to me because since then there have been little things that have come up that I've said, you know, how do you want me to support you right now? And he, he is better at asking for what he needs now too. Um, It used to be just a shutdown. I don't know. I don't know. But now it's, um, what do you think? Or what would you do? Um, Or it'll just be, uh, I, I don't know. I think I just need someone to listen to me. So those are, uh, he's getting better at answering and asking mm-hmm. for the support he needs. And every time he's asked for a specific type of support, I've always felt like, yeah, that's what I feel like I should do for you now, right? Too. So mm-hmm. um, I agree in that. I think that last interview process was practice for this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it gave you all of the, the tools, right? The biggest one being like, the question, how do I support you? Right. Instead of like trying to fix or jumping in and fixing it or wanting to fix it. It's like, Oh, let me give you what you need. Not what I think you need. Right. Right. Yeah. And so it laid the foundation for then, you know, the interviews over, but all of those things still continue to build and grow in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As well as him seeing you grow and like grow into these things and, and like, People can't help but change. I think this is the biggest thing I want people to know about LOA and and other people. It's like you don't have to throw it down anyone's throat. Not that you were doing that, but that because (laughs) when people see, like when that's who you become and that's how you behave on a regular basis, it can't help but seep into the other person, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And he's, um, he, and he can tell when I'm, like on in my life of ebb and flow, he can mm-hmm. tell when I'm flowing, like when I'm on the high part of the yes, wave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, he doesn't. It, it's not that he calls it out, but he definitely acknowledges it. And he usually is like, "Things are going so well for you, and and our relationship is great." And it's it's cool to see how he notices it when it's happening. Um, and I'm so excited that this is all happening. Um, I just I love my life. <laughs> oh I love it yes it's all awesome right and you get it all like you get to attract more money and you get to do the jobs you love and you get to have this amazing relationship I think that's what you're the best example of right now is like yeah I get it all and it's all awesome and it just keeps getting better and better yeah and um I think of when I started this directing job, my boss asked me, well, what, what do you want to do? Do you want to direct or act? And my answer was, I want it all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I get it all too. <laughs> you do. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get it all. Um, I love it. Any final thoughts you want to share today as we wrap up? This has been such a good interview and such good learning. And it's so fun to, it's so fun to get to see you in this place, right? Yeah. 
the whole journey's fun, but I love when it's like, oh yeah, you get it all when you get to that moment. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is fun to um, think about all these calls <laughs> and the ebb and flow of things, and hearing other people's interviews come up. I think you just finished Mia, or you're about to finish Mia. Yeah, it's really cool to hear how far she's come to. So yes, it's so fun. I love it. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but any final thoughts? I don't have any. Um, just stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. awesome. Well, tell everyone where they can connect with you and like see all of your fabulousness. The best way to, um, follow my awesomeness is on Instagram. Uh, my handle is at Vicky, not Vicky. It's spelled V I C K I N O T V I C K Y. Yay. Mm -hmm. Thank you all for listening and make sure to come back and check out Vicky's next interview, um, in her years of growth series. Thank you for joining us on the law of attraction, manifesting success stories show to learn how to attract more money into your life. Go to your favorite book retailer and order Cassie's book, Manifest, $10,000.